Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, we're following a number of breaking news stories. Congress throws out one of their own after a historic vote. Republicans and Democrats agreeing the embattled Congressman George Santos needs to go. Here are tonight's headlines. For only the sixth time in history, the U.S. House has expelled one of its own members. Just hours after the vote, the locks of George Santos's office are changed. What happens now to his vacant seat? Fighting resumes in Gaza as we're learning more about the massive Israeli intelligence failure. Our interview with a soldier first on CBS. Less people could have been killed. New car owners, beware. You may have to pay to keep those fancy features. Hands-free cruise control sure is nice, but are you willing to pay a subscription fee for it? Nothing worth having comes easy. And we go on the road with a pilot whose dreams are sky high. The word impossible is an illusion behind the word possible. You know, it's just a distraction. Thank you for being with us on this Friday night. We begin with history in the House of Representatives and the expulsion of Republican George Santos from the halls of Congress. What happened today was rare. Since the first Congress of 1789, more than 11,000 lawmakers have served in the House and just five expelled. That is until today. Santos is now the sixth. What's also rare is a bipartisan vote like we saw today. Two weeks ago, the House Ethics Committee released a scathing report that even Santos's fellow Republicans could not ignore. Some of the details were surprising. The committee accused the New Yorker of using campaign money to pay personal credit card bills and to shop at Sephora, even allegedly spending thousands of dollars at Hermes. Now, getting kicked out of Congress isn't the 35-year-old's only concern. He could still face decades in prison for nearly two dozen federal charges. A busy day on Capitol Hill where we find CBS's Scott McFarland. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. A Congress that's already made history with the first ever removal of a U.S. House speaker and two near-government shutdowns today expelled one of its own. George Santos began putting on his coat even as the vote to expel him was still underway. 
and then bolted. Mr. Santos, what's your reaction to the expulsion? Chased by reporters and riding off from the Capitol in a Jaguar as a former congressman. His final remark reportedly, why would I want to stay here? To hell with this place. In light of the expulsion of the gentleman from New York, Mr. Santos, the whole number of the House is now 434. Dozens of his fellow Republicans joined nearly all Democrats, voting to make Santos one of only three U.S. House members to be expelled since the U.S. Civil War. As congressional maintenance crews changed the locks on his doors and removed his nameplate. Today, at least, uh, democracy prevailed. Members of both parties who had labeled Santos a crook and a distraction celebrated the move. Are you surprised by how any of that played out today? Uh, No, but I'm pleased to see that uh, this institution did the right thing. Republican leadership, worried about their narrow majority, tried to save him by voting against removal. Do you think Mr. Santos should stay? I'm I'm not going to vote to expel. Arguing it sets a bad precedent to remove a member who hasn't been convicted of a crime. But Santos is facing trial next summer on 23 federal charges, including to accusations he stole his campaign donors' credit card numbers and racked up thousands of dollars in charges. I have been convicted of no crimes, Mr. Speaker. But it was a scathing House Ethics Committee report that convinced many Santos had gone too far, finding he grifted from his donors to surround himself in luxury, spending thousands on Botox treatments, luxury trips, and items from a high-end Ferragamo boutique. Just this week, one of his colleagues, Ohio Republican Max Miller, alleged his credit card and his mother's were among those fleeced by Santos. You, sir, are a crook. Minutes after the expulsion, New York Governor Kathy Hochul announced she's beginning plans to have a special election in one of the dwindling number of actual competitive congressional districts in the U.S. Both parties, Nora, are about to spend a fortune trying to elect George Santos's successor. Scott McFarland, thank you. Turning overseas now to the war in Gaza. Airstrikes resumed today following the collapse of the week-long ceasefire. And new tonight, CBS's Lilia Luciano spoke with an Israeli soldier who says she warned military officers of extremely concerning Hamas activity before the October 7th massacre. Renewed airstrikes mark the end of the temporary ceasefire. But the fog of war isn't thick enough to cover the failures that led to the October 7th attacks. A lack of intelligence, however, wasn't the problem, says Margaret Vanstein. I think that the main thing that failed is just the fact that they didn't listen to us. She's part of a unit of female soldiers who surveilled the Gaza side of the border. Six months before the attack, she noticed and reported unusual activity. We saw a lot of people that coming to the fence and checking the fence and trying to damage the fence and take parts of it. And that wasn't normal? It wasn't normal at all. It's unusual. And especially when it happens so regularly, like every day, every week, couple of times a day. They tested our reaction all the time. They, they came and then went near, far, like they played with us all the time. She says her team reported the activity up the chain repeatedly. They didn't take anything seriously. They always thought that Hamas is less powerful than what they actually are. They underestimated Hamas and and people like you. And people like me, yes. That everything that I say isn't... I exaggerate things. Why do you suppose that is? I think it mostly because of... Because we are the simple soldiers. You mean... Lower level. Lower level, yes. Among the first slaughtered by Hamas on October 7th were 15 of Margaret's friends, as she calls it, 
simple soldiers from her unit. And an intel analyst at another unit raised the alarm in July, according to the New York Times. The paper also reports more than a year before the attack, Israeli officials obtained a 40-page Hamas battle plan, the Israelis codenamed Jericho Wall, a plan the New York Times wrote Hamas followed with shocking precision, triggering fighting that restarted today after a week-long truce. Here in Zdarad, just about a mile and a half east of the border with Gaza, we have been seeing many military vehicles. We're hearing the jets and also watching some of the smoke from those Israeli airstrikes as they hit Gaza. Just in this first day, the renewed air assault killed close to 200 people, according to the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry. Omar Haruz, searching for his family in despair, said, We seek martyrdom. This is what we want. May Allah bring his vengeance upon you. We are not afraid of you. And there is grave concern tonight over the 136 remaining hostages, many of them young people who were abducted at the Nova Music Festival. But sources briefed on the talks tell CBS News negotiations are ongoing for another deal to bring all of the hostages back. Nora. Lilia Luciano, thank you. I want to bring in CBS News Chief Foreign Affairs Correspondent and Moderator of Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan. All right, Margaret, these details, more details we're hearing from these troops who are on Israel's border with Gaza, many of them female soldiers, mm-hmm. telling Lilia they didn't listen to us, they didn't take us seriously, even as there were reports that Hamas was practicing taking hostages. Why were they ignored? That is going to be a question that Prime Minister Netanyahu will eventually have to answer himself, as well as the head of these agencies. But we know now there's recognition there were gaps in Israel's intelligence gathering and its capabilities and now questions about the decisions made by its leaders at the military and political level. Uh, One of the things also being questioned is Prime Minister Netanyahu's judgment, misjudgment, that Hamas uh, was a manageable threat and that the Palestinian issue could be sidelined. Mm -hmm. And what about those hostages, 136, including 17 women and children, also some Americans outstanding? Where do we stand in those negotiations? There are efforts to try to restart some hostage uh, swaps. But right now, with the combat operations underway, a lot of the diplomacy is focused on getting Israel to more narrowly target its combat operations in South Gaza to avoid the high civilian death toll we saw in northern Gaza before this ceasefire. Uh, There's also a big focus on next week rolling out some of these visa bans on extremist settlers who have driven violence against Palestinians in the West Bank. All right, Margaret, I know you'll have more on Face Nation. Thank you. Well, tonight, flags are flying at half-staff in honor of trailblazing Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, who died today in Phoenix, Arizona. The first woman ever to serve on the Supreme Court died from complications of advanced dementia and a respiratory illness. She was 93. CBS's Jan Crawford looks back on her life and judicial legacy. It's all right to be the first to do something, but I didn't want to be the last woman on the Supreme Court. That was part of the pressure of being the historic first, a trail Sandra Day O'Connor blazed more than once. The nomination of Judge Sandra Day O'Connor. She was the first woman to serve on the Supreme Court in its 192-year history. She would not be the last. It had an incredible ripple effect of making opportunities become available for women. It was, it was just a remarkable transformation. 
Growing up on an Arizona cattle ranch, she learned the values of hard work and independence, overcoming discrimination to reach the pinnacle of the judiciary. One of only five women in her class at Stanford Law School, she graduated third in the class. When I got out of law school in the dark ages in 1952, um, from Stanford Law School, I couldn't even get an interview for a job in a private firm to practice law. So she took a job as a deputy county attorney. When she and her beloved husband John moved to Arizona, she entered politics. She was the first woman in the nation to lead a state senate before becoming a state court judge. I was very happy where I was, and it was not a job. Uh, to which I aspired. Anti-abortion groups opposed O'Connor's nomination to the court, and their hunch was right. In 24 years, she became a key vote with liberals against overturning Roe v. Wade or ending affirmative action. But she sided with conservatives in Bush v. Gore, the case that ultimately decided the 2000 election. Her attitude was move forward, get it done, and do it she did. I think women have proven that they can do just about any job there is. With one woman leading the way. Jan Crawford, CBS News, Washington. Quite a legacy. Turning to the weather now, it's shaping up to be a rainy weekend in the Northeast. Showers will come to an end overnight tonight, but heavier rain will return on Sunday. The Pacific Northwest is bracing for flooding with Seattle, expecting six inches of rain by Wednesday and more than a foot falling elsewhere. In the Cascade Mountains, three to six feet of snow is expected and one to three feet could fall in the Rockies this weekend. From streaming services to cloud storage to the travel industry, Americans are bombarded with ads on subscription fees. In tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Carter Evans reports how automakers are now cashing in on the growing trend. I can unlock and lock the car. Jason Liu's 2020 Volvo has state-of-the-art remote features. Can you start the car? I can't start the car. Apparently you can. But if he wants to keep using them after a free trial, it'll cost $200 a year. You bought this car, but you're going to keep paying for it. It's a little disheartening. Subscriptions are shifting into overdrive. Eight bucks a month for remote start on certain Toyotas. $20 a month for BMW's enhanced cruise control. It's got some juice. And on Ford's... (laughs) All electric F-150 Lightning. Hands-free cruise control sure is nice, but are you willing to pay $75 a month for it? Alistair Weaver, editor-in-chief at Edmund, says automakers are counting on the new revenue stream to pay for the expensive transition to electric cars. So if your car payment is 600 bucks a month, it's now 675 General Motors expects subscriptions to bring in as much as $25 billion a year by 2030, just under what Netflix earned last year. Part of me says, though, well, you've already bought the hardware, so, you know, just let me use it. It just really sounds like our cars are becoming more like our phones. A lot of people in the auto industry certainly use Apple as a a shining light on the hill. Global consulting firm Alex Partners says more than 60 percent of consumers are willing to consider subscribing for enhanced safety and convenience features, as long as they don't feel like they're being charged for something they already paid for. The car has to be cheaper, plus this option of subscribing. And some automakers argue you only have to pay for a feature when you want to use it. Subscribe to the system, 75 bucks, do your road trip, unsubscribe, and then you're no longer paying for something that you're not really going to use. 
Now, we reached out to GM, Ford, and Toyota, and they told us these subscriptions provide enhanced features and drivers can choose to decline. They say the fees also help to pay to develop new technologies. Nora? Carter Evans, thanks so much. U.S. health officials issue a warning about eating pre-sliced cantaloupe. What to look for in your fridge next. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, a former Mexican mafia member has been charged with attempted murder for the stabbing of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. Federal prosecutors say a 52-year-old inmate stabbed Chauvin 22 times with an improvised knife. It happened last Friday in the law library of a federal prison in Tucson. He told the FBI he'd been thinking about assaulting Chauvin for about a month. Chauvin is serving more than 20 years for the murder of George Floyd. Tonight, an updated warning from the CDC not to eat Pre-cut cantaloupe, unless you know the brand. 18 more people have been infected with salmonella, bringing the total to 117 people in 34 states. Two people died. Malachita and Rudy brand whole cantaloupes have already been recalled. The recall includes products from Kroger, Vicks Produce, and Trader Joe's. For more information, go to cbsnews.com. A storm on the surface of the sun puts on a magnificent northern light show here in the U.S. That's straight ahead. A final warning tonight that Google is beginning to delete old, unused Gmail accounts. The company says it's to protect users from security threats, as most older accounts likely don't have two-step verification and could contain spam. Google is purging accounts that haven't been used or signed into for at least two years, including emails, Google Drive, Google Docs, and Photos. 
Photographers and sky gazers are posting spectacular views of the northern lights over Minnesota and Wisconsin and several other parts of the country. The night skies were aglow in shades of purple, pink and green. NASA says a geomagnetic storm sent multiple solar flares shooting out directly toward Earth, creating these vivid auroras. The northern lights were even seen as far south as Arizona. And for some, the views will continue tonight. On the Road is next with a story about believing in yourself, even when others don't. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road with a story about dreams, resilience, and never taking no for an answer. Although born without hands or feet, 25-year-old Zach Anglin says the only limbs he ever longed for were wings. Always wanted to be a pilot. Unfortunately, no quad amputee had ever become a commercial pilot. Obviously, nothing worth having comes easy. From the time he was born, he was a disciplined and determined child. Adoptive parents Harold and Patty say there was no talking him out of it. So when Zach turned 18, he applied to a flight school that said no. There's nothing we can really do for you. We're sorry. The second one said the same. Like, here we go again. As did the third. The same response. And so it went more than a dozen times over. You're not hearing what they're saying. I'm not. Selective hearing. <laughs> My wife will tell you I'm a little bit hard-headed. <laughs> Which is why this hard-headed husband and soft-hearted father <laughs> applied to one more school. The Spartan College of Aeronautics in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They said yes, although Zach's struggle was just getting started. He still needed approval from the Federal Aviation Administration to take the lessons. But the FAA repeatedly, and in no uncertain terms, denied his request. And after the fifth rejection letter, Zach finally gave up. I was like, this is not for me. This is impossible to do. And so my mom was over my shoulder at this point, right? And then she's like, you're not done yet. I said, you can never succeed until you've learned to fail. And Patty says her son obviously hadn't failed enough. So Zach kept at it until finally they cleared him for one takeoff. And when Zach was given the opportunity to show his potential, it became clear as blue sky that you don't need hands to have wings. 
Zach graduated from flight school a few years ago and now teaches the same course so many told him he couldn't even take. Why do people need to hear this? Because my story isn't just for amputees. We all go through trials and tribulations. The word impossible is an illusion behind the word possible. And failure, just the turbulence on your journey. Steve Hartman, On the Road, in Tulsa. Way to go, Zach. And love your mom, too. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night and have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.